You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are ending our six-week series, Make Room. Basically, pinag-uusapan natin dito ay yung Holy Spirit. Bakit natin kailangan pag-usapan ng Holy Spirit? Because in our nation, alright, in our culture, I'm sure that we are very familiar with the Godhead, di ba? Kumbaga, we are familiar that there is three Godhead or yung Trinity na pinag-uusapan. We all know we are familiar when it comes to who God the Father is, God the Son. Pero pagdating sa God the Holy Spirit, it's a different thing. Uh, we have some misconceptions. We have things that we don't understand when it comes to the Holy Spirit. And the reason why we need to know, learn about the, the Holy Spirit Because when we understand the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we are going to live a dynamic and amazing life. The reason why we entitled this Make Room is because we are making room. Because hindi nga natin naiintindihan, naunawaan yung Holy Spirit. We are making room in our knowledge about the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit mismo, He is sovereign. Kumbaga, Siya mismo, He will make room to us sa, sa buhay natin. But when it comes to our knowledge and understanding, we are to make room in knowing the Holy Spirit. And now, as we all know, understand these five things, we are now at the end of our series as we talk about the role of the Holy Spirit, another role of the Holy Spirit in us. And here in Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20, Sabi dito, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Ito yung tinatawag nating the Great Commission. This was the last words of Jesus before He went up into heaven. You know what? Every time a person is going to give his last word, example, for example, this person is about to die, or this person is going to go to a different nation, doon na magtatrabaho, alam mong hindi kayo magkikita ng sobrang tagal, those last words are very important. Kaya yun yung parang kailangan pakinggan at saka intindihin. And since these were the last words of Jesus, this is something important that not only the disciples of that time should listen and know, but even to the disciples right now. And pag sinabi natin disciple, basically, ito yung taong naniniwala kay Kristo. And yung mga tao na naniniwala that they are a sinner needing of a Savior. And because Jesus came here on earth to pay the penalty for, for our sin, we have received Him as our Lord and Savior and we are assured that one day we are going to go to heaven. That is a disciple. The question is right now, in this room, how many disciples do we have here? Right now. So, one, two, alright. Kita-kita tayo sa langit, alright, yung mga disciples. Basically, yun lang ibig sabihin nun. When you are a disciple, you are a believer of Christ. The tension here is this. As this message is given to us, that we are disciples who are what? To go and make disciples. The tension here is not the tension of the message of Jesus, but the tension is the tension that comes from our hearts. Since Jesus, you told me to go and make disciples of all nations, all right, I'm going to go and make disciples. Pero paano yun, Lord? Go and make disciples, but I am just new. I'm just new in church. How can I go and make disciples? Hey, Lord, you told me, go and make disciples, but I don't know what to say. I, I'm not equipped 
in making the disciples or teaching them to observe or tell others about you. Hindi ko kaya because hindi ko alam kung ano sasabihin ko. And Lord, you said that go and make disciples to share the gospel. Pero paano ko gagawin yun? I'm not a pastor. I'm not gifted. But as we all know, when Jesus was saying this, when Jesus was saying this, there was no pastor, there was no superstar here because the disciples, mga nandyan, are mga fishermen, mga sabi ng disciples that they are unlearned or common. But still, Jesus entrusted them with a great commission. Go and make disciples. So, paano yun? That's the reason why we are to talk about the Holy Spirit in our closing uh, topic in this series. Because without us understanding the role of the Spirit when it comes to sharing the gospel, we would just end up as Christians who would just end up in these four corners of the cinema. Coming here, coming out, weekly, religiously, coming here without fulfilling the purpose that God had given us. And hopefully, you'll be encouraged when we talk about this in Acts 1, as Luke would narrate the beginning of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in the church, all right? We are going to read in Acts 1. So Acts 1, we are going to start in verse 4 to 8. Sabay-sabay nating basahin. Let's go. One, two, three. And while staying with them, He ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which He said, You heard from Me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to take this time to say thank you. As we end this series, we thank you that we are able to know that the role of the Holy Spirit, first knowing that the Holy Spirit is a person that we can talk to, pray to, and worship, knowing that the Holy Spirit cleans us, knowing that the Holy Spirit reminds us that we are children of God, knowing that the Holy Spirit gives us the power to, to, to love one another. And right now, as we talk about this topic, Lord God, being a witness for you in sharing the gospel, may, may you illuminate your word towards us. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would minister to the hearts of your people. May the preaching of your word be blessed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The writer of the book of Acts, by the way, is also Luke the one who wrote the Gospel of Luke. Ito, in a way, the book of Acts is, in a way, it's a continuation of the book of Luke. So after what happened in the Gospels, Luke is narrating to us what happened after the resurrection. Kumaga, the book of Acts is in the middle, right smack in the middle of the New Testament where it bridges the Gospels and the epistles of Paul, yung mga letters niya. So here, during this time, if you're going to read the first few verses, we can see that Luke was narrating what was happening after Jesus rose again. He was still on earth 40 days before He was ascended into heaven. But during that time, in verse 3, we can see that, that Jesus was with His disciples. Jesus was 
with them being, uh, he was talking to them. And basically, the message that Jesus was sharing his disciples during that time is about the kingdom of God, about the kingdom that God is about to restore, about the kingdom, the coming kingdom, his kingdom here on earth. So probably that's an interesting topic, diba? Probably the disciples were very interested in what Jesus was saying. Imagine that, diba? This this is our hero. I thought we thought that that you already died, but then you rose again. You are really the son of God. And then Jesus started to preach about the kingdom. And if I am a Jew, that wow, you are now going to restore Israel or the Jews in its right place. That we are the called ones. We are the chosen people. We are going to be a super nation already. Ganyan. Siguro if I am a Jew, diba? here's our hero, risen from the dead, and he's talking about the restoration of the, the kingdom, Kumbaga, the coming kingdom of Jesus. So we go on here, dito sa binasa natin, in verse 4. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Wait. Wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Sabi niya, itay lang kayo. Relax lang kayo. Okay? Wait for the Father. But when we, yung pinag-uusapan natin, wait dito, it's not awaiting that, alam niyo, parang, okay, I'll wait for you, tatambay muna ako. I'm waiting for someone, I'm waiting for the Holy Spirit. So, since nandito ako nakatambay, mag-games muna ako, titingin muna ako ng mga videos sa YouTube. Hindi ganung wait. When they were waiting, when the disciples were waiting, when Jesus ascended to heaven, hindi sinabi ng mga disciples, okay, wala na si Jesus, kanya-kanya na tayo. Alright? Bahala na kayo sa buhay niyo. Basta, meron na, kumbaga, alam ko si Jesus, mahal ako. Hindi ganun. When they were waiting, they were all together. They were in a church community. They were together. What they were doing together? They were praying together. They were reading the Word together. They were worshiping together. They were doing communion together. They were fasting together. Yun yung pagsasabing wait, hindi ka lang nakatambay. Pero you are doing something. And when you do something, you do it with community. And here, he's saying that wait, wait muna ka, magintay muna kayo before the promise of the Father comes. And he moves on in verse 6, sabi dito, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? Kasi sinasabi mo, Lord, di ba, darating na yung, magigitay lang kami, tapos yun, darating na yung Holy Spirit. Di ba, yun yung sinasabi mo, Lord. So here, pinag-usapan natin kanina, Jesus being raised from the dead, tapos nun, uh, Jesus being raised from the dead. Next is you talked about, you preached about the kingdom of God. And now, Jesus, you talked about the Holy Spirit. So does that mean, Jesus, you are going to restore the kingdom of Israel already? For a Jew, that would be, sa kanila, that they are excited about it. We are going to be a super uh, power nation already. Because they're connoting, when Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will come, wait for the Holy Spirit, iniisip niya lang na, eto na yon. Since the Holy Spirit would come, eto yung pinipreach ni Jesus sa atin or sinasabi sa atin ni Jesus kahapon tungkol sa kingdoms. Pinagdikit niya na, pinag, <laughs> pinagtabi niya na yung topic na yon. But then, he said, Jesus clarified, he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by His own uh, authority. 
He was reminding the disciples that God is in control pagdating sa timing. Nobody knows, but God knows His timing. And sometimes tayo, di ba? Sometimes we are trying to figure out tayo or ibang mga tao. Gusto natin malaman yung mga bagay na, alam mo, yung mga, ba, mga bagay-bagay when it comes to the Bible. Kumbaga, uh, we are so preoccupied. Well, kailan ba yung end times? Kailan ka ba, kailan ba babalik si, si Jesus? Ano ba yun? Pagdating ba sa salvation, uh, na, na, nawawala ba yung salvation o yung pagdating sa salvation is forever na ba? Kumbaga, we are so preoccupied in these things that sometimes we don't fully grasp and understand. The nangyayari is that we start to neglect the things na alam natin na kailangan natin gawin. We, we start to focus on things that we, we can't explain, but then we divert hindi na natin nabibigyan ng pansin yung mga bagay na was already explained. Lord, kailan ka darating? Pero meron naman instruction si Lord, etong pwede mong gawin. Let's not focus on the things that we, we don't have power over or we don't really fully grasp. It's okay to know. It's okay to learn. But I hope that at the end of the day, our focus in the, are, are in the things that we know rather than the things that we don't know. Again, we can learn, but focus on the things that we know. For example, if you're a single person here, di ba, Lord, yung mga tanong eh, di ba, na, na tiyatanong natin, Lord, kailan ba ako mag-aasawa? Yun. And we, we can never know. We ask that question, but at the end of the day, we can never really know kung, kung kailan. But you know what we know? I know that I need to be excellent in my work. I know wala akong trabaho ngayon, so I know kailan ko maghanap ng trabaho. I know as a single person, I can enjoy my life. I can serve here in church because of the time that I have. I know that I, because I have the time, I can travel as well. That's something that I know as a single person. Probably you're here, you're a new couple, kakakasal nyo lang, and you're asking, Lord, paano ko ba yung marriage ko na maging maayos? Ano ba, Lord? Ano, ano yung mangyayari sa amin in the future? That's something that you don't know. But what do you know? I know is that I can connect with other people here in church who are married for the longest time and they can disciple us when it comes to our marriage so that our marriage will be vibrant, so that our marriage will, will really be God-honoring. Lord, kailan ba kami magkakanak? Or probably, meron kaming anak, how do we raise our children? Rookie lang kami sa, sa, sa ganito, first time namin magkakanak. So, paano ba namin palalakin? We don't know that, but what we know is that I can go to Scripture when it comes to how do we raise our children, that we are to raise our children in the fear and knowledge of God. What I know is that this church has a seminar when it comes to raising children. So, I will go there because it is something I know. There are things that we don't know that we don't have to really focus on, but there are things that we already know that God has given us that we should maximize. But the common denominator of these things is that all of these things, either you're single or newly married, ganyan, the common denominator is that what I know is that you have to be part of a victory group. You have to be discipled. We need someone to help us when it comes to our walk with God. That's something I know. Instead of focusing on the things that we don't know, we have to focus on the things that we do know. And Jesus here, sinasabi niya, we don't know the time. Alright? Only the Father knows. But then, He answers them in verse 8 sa question nila. But it was a kind of different answer because the disciples were asking, will you at this time, Jesus, will, will you? 
will you at this time? Ganyan. Hindi, hindi. The Father knows. Pero sabi niya in verse 8, but you will. You will receive power and you will be my witness. Di ba? Parang contrast how Jesus responded. Lord, will you? No, no, no. But you will. Ito yung mangyayari. So let's talk about this in verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Ito yung promise niya. Okay, we don't know the times, pero ito yung alam ko. Or ito yung gusto kong malaman nyo. Guys, you will receive power. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. And when we talk about power, the word power comes from the word uh, dunamis or dunamis or dynamis, alright? Either dunamis, dunamis, dynamis. But this word, this Greek word, this is where we got the words uh, dynamite or yung a, a dynamo, alright? A, a dynamo. Ano ba yung dynamite, di ba? It's when, when you light a dynamite, ano nangyari yan? Kumbaga, it explodes, it makes an impact, it moves the ground, di ba? Kapag na ano yung dynamite. The problem with a dynamite is this. The problem with a dynamite is that a dynamite in itself is a dormant power stored. Pag hindi mo yan gagalawin, nandyan lang yan. Kailangan, what do you need to do? You have to light it for you to experience the power of a dynamite. And that speaks of that God has given us some gifts. God has given us the power to be a witness, but then if we will not move, walang mangyayari. But instead, we have to be like a dynamo, a dynamo machine. A dynamo machine is that it's, it converts mechanical energy to electrical energy. So for example, in this illustration, uh, you can see that there's a dynamo machine there, tapos may ilaw. And the reason that light can open is that when the person starts to pedal his bike, diba? mechanical energy, it converts to electrical energy that produces the light. And at the same time, that is how we are to be when it comes to the Holy Spirit. The power that God has given us is like a dynamo machine that unless we, we move, kumbaga, unless we do something, we will never experience the power that can be uh, shown to us. The, power, the kind of power that God wants us to experience through the Holy Spirit. Power. Dynamo. My question is right now for every one of us, how has our life been, our, our spiritual walk? Is our spiritual walk like boring? Is our spiritual walk like dead? Is our spiritual walk every time we come here, parang okay lang, wala lang, kailangan ko punta kaysa Sunday? Or when we come here, are we excited? Are we like a dynamo machine? Diba na, na there is power coming out of it because there is excitement. I hope that the Holy Spirit would minister to us today to realize the, the kind of power that He wants to release to us. In 1 Corinthians 12, the chapter where is the, the most exhaustive, the most spiritual gifts that, is, that can be given by the Holy Spirit. Of course, we will not go through it, but I just place it there so that you, you, you can see wisdom, knowledge, and healing, ganyan. Some, some of the spiritual gifts that can be found, which is not in 1 Corinthians, are this as well. Serving, exhorting, giving. And the reason why these things have been given to us is, can be found in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 7. The reason why these gifts are given is not for us to become good. The reason why the gift of leading 
is given to us, not just to become para leader ka, para ikaw yung ganito. Hindi ganon. But the reason why these things are given to us in verse 7 of 1 Corinthians 12, it says, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for what? For the common good. Yes, it's given to us, but it's not for us. Kumbaga, we are to use it for the common good. If we do not allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives, it, we will just be like a dynamite that is dormant, na hindi nagagalaw. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives, allow these things to move in our lives, then we can become a dynamo machine, allowing the Holy Spirit to move in us and us being able to produce that electrical, intensifying energy that can serve other people. And that's the reason why here in our church, kaya nga sinasabi namin that every member is a minister or every believer is a minister. We believe that this gift, that this power, hindi lang para to sa pastor or kusini umakit dito sa stage. Why? Because the same Holy Spirit that was given to Paul, to Peter, to the disciples, the same Holy Spirit that's given to every person who comes into this stage is the same Holy Spirit that is given to every believer. Every believer, a minister. Every believer can minister to someone because all of these things is accessible to anyone who believes, who asks. In the Bible, di ba, sabi sa Bible, in the Ten Commandments, kayan, kailang you should not covet. You should not covet your neighbor's possessions. You should not covet your neighbor's wife. But here, it says, dito sa Bible, says sabi dito, but when it comes to the gift of the, Ho- the Holy Spirit, these gifts, pwede mo to i-covet. Ah, si ganito, ang galing niya magsalita. Lord, I want that as well. I want to have that gift of the Holy Spirit. That's the reason why in our, in our Victory Weekend, this is our retreat. We give a portion about it, what the Holy Spirit is, what the, 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 the role of the Holy Spirit is para sa ating buhay. With that, I'll take this opportunity as well, alright? In August uh, 17 to 18, we will have our Victory Weekend already. So if you are here and, and you haven't gone through Victory Weekend, this is going to be a great time for you to know who Jesus is in a personal way. And if you're saying that I really want to change, I really want to have a new life, eto, dito yon. You can encounter God in Victory Weekend. So going back in the Holy Spirit, if there's one thing, uh, one quote that I really, really like when it comes to the topic of the Holy Spirit is from Pastor Steve. He's our founder, the founder of Victory here in the Philippines. And he said this two conferences ago. Uh, I really love this when we talked about the Holy Spirit. Eto sabi niya, the Holy Spirit was given to us not to be mystical but missional. Not to be mystical but missional. I guess one of the reasons why other people is off pagdating sa Christianity is because there are a lot of Christians when, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, yes, it's true, but they respond in a mystical way instead of being missional. Again, the Holy Spirit is given for us so that we can serve others or for the good of others. And when we say to serve for the good of others, we don't just serve, tapos yun, tapos na. We use this as a platform. We use the way we serve other people as a platform for us to preach the gospel or to become a, a witness. That's the reason why, sabi dito ni Luke, when he was narrating, actually, si Jesus, sabi nito, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witness. 
the Father's going to give us the Holy Spirit not for us to do things that we just like or for us to just be great when it comes to worshiping God. Ganyan, that every time that we would come here, that we'll just raise up our hands. The reason why the Father gives us the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, is for us to become a witness. For us to be able to share to other people who Jesus is. What is a witness? A witness is someone who saw something or experienced something that has happened. A witness is someone who was there, front row seat, tapos yung nakita niya kung ano pangyayari. A witness is intentional. Kumbaga, a witness who is hiding, kumbaga, wala, siyang, wala yung kwenta, is useless. Diba? But a witness who saw something and shares it to other people, what he saw, that's what a witness, being a witness is all about. Someone told me, when we don't witness, it's like we're saying that what I've experienced in the past, what I'm experiencing now here in church, what I will experience tomorrow or next week in church is just a lie when we don't witness for God, when we don't share to others what we have seen or what we have experienced. In here, in this church, my question is, have we experienced something good or something awesome? That when we come here in church, we experience the Spirit of God ministering to us either during worship, during the preaching, or even during giving. And then you are so convinced that God is here that you would want to share this to your friends. Or walaba. Because when we witness something, or when we, yeah, when we witness something, diba? especially in this generation right now, we love to witness to other people. Or in social media, we call it sharing. Diba? Every time that we would eat, okay guys, bago tayo kumain, maganda yung design ng, ng chef, picture muna natin. Ganyan, picture or Instagram stories, share natin, ganyan. Or probably you, you went to work, you had an event, a nice event, tapos yun, nandito yung artista na ito, nagpa-picture ka pa sa artista na, tapos share, ganyan, I met this person in, in this event. Ganda-ganda ng event namin, kami nag-prepare, okay, picture natin and share, ganyan. But what if we are able to experience something life-changing? We're able to know, we are fully convinced that this thing that we're doing here right now is all about Jesus. That without Jesus, alam ko ang pupuntahan ko. Pupuntahan ko impyerno. But because I am convinced that Jesus made a way for me to go to heaven, for me to have a relationship with, with the Father, and because of Him, hindi na ako pupunta ng impyerno. I'm fully convinced of that. When you are convinced of something, you will share it. Diba? When you are convinced of what Jesus did for us, we will share it. That's the reason why the Holy Spirit empowers us to be a witness. How do we become a witness? Basically, you just have to tell the story. You just have to tell the person what you experience. We don't have to try to debate with a person para masabi lang na totoo yung na-experience natin. Whatever you experience, it's a testimony. Hindi siya maniwala. It's on Him because na-experience mo eh. And probably the reason why hindi siya naniniwala kasi nga, hindi pa niya nakikita. So tayo minsan, we are so afraid na baka hindi ito maniwala. Eh talagang there's a possibility na hindi yan maniniwala kasi hindi niya na-experience kung ano yung na-experience mo. But you know what? That can be a seed planted in the heart of that person. 
one day when we share to Him what we experience, sa simula, pwedeng hindi maniwala. Pero then when He realized, when crisis strikes in His life, pag nagkapuron ng problema yan, sa iyo yan pupunta. Because He knows that you have shared to Him an experience that is life-changing and He will say eventually, since I am in this crisis, gusto ko makuha yun kung ano yung sinishare sa akin ng kaibigan ko or ng office mate ko. But that person will not know what you have until we share it to others. That's the reason it's really crucial for us to take the first step in witnessing to people, to our office mates, to our family, na wala, members na wala dito, or probably to our classmates. We are to witness. How do we witness? Diba? Of course, we witness by, by speaking, saying, telling them. Another form of witnessing is how we act. Probably you're a student here dati, um, uh, after ng school, ano ka na lang, kumbaga, punta ka sa kwarto, ganyan, sarado kwarto, either study, tapos you play video games, ganyan. But then, because you are, you have been changed by God, you start to connect with your family. Kumbaga, kumakain nga kasabay nila, after kumain, ikaw na rin naguhugas ng pinggan, ganyan. And then your family would realize, wait, teka, sino to? Impostor ata tong anak ko, ha? Or baka hindi ko to anak. Diba? Kasi nagbago, they would see the change in our life. Because you start to serve, you start to do something. And that would be an opportunity pag tinanong ka, ay, sino kang impostor? <laughs> diba? That would be an opportunity. Hindi po ako impostor, anak niyo po talaga ako. Pero this something that I want to share to you. Ma, dad, ganyan. Diba? Kamukhaan niyo pa rin ako, diba? Ako pa rin yan. So yun, that would become an opportunity. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be a witness. Two ways that the Holy Spirit can work in us as well as this. Probably you're here, you're saying, uh, I can't speak. Hindi ako magaling pagdating sa pagsalita. Diba? Probably if you're that person, the Holy Spirit can empower you because you can't speak. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, when you start to understand who Jesus is, what happens? You are able to speak. Kumbaga, hindi mo yung gift, but the Holy Spirit can enable you. That's one way that the Holy Spirit does it. Another way that the Holy Spirit does it, you can be probably a person who's so good at speaking, but then the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Imagine that, that you're already good in speaking, but when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it's going to be riot, all right? It's going to be an amazing experience in what God's going to do. Kumbaga, strengthening, hypening the gift that He has given you. In other words, kumbaga, wala tayong kawala dito. But the first step is we have to desire, Holy Spirit, come upon me, use me. We have to desire for God to use us. There's this one thing na maganda dito sa scripture na binasa natin in verse 8 na we can probably neglect or hindi natin napapansin. Sabi dito, but you will receive power and the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses. These two Letters, one word, two letters, is so powerful when He said that you are my witnesses. You know what? In this generation right now, we so love to defend people. Gusto natin pagtanggol yung ibang mga tao. It's either we are defending people who we politically believe in, we are politically inclined in, alright? Itong partidang to, dito ako. Kaya pag may nagsabing masama, I will defend that person. Or yung mga, alam nyo, yung mga fans club. In Instagram, there was a time that I saw a picture of two celebrities na sa isang picture, kinrap lang nila, two celebrities, left and right. Tapos yun, same na damit. Tapos yun, yung nag-post, kino, nilagay niya sa description, who wore it better? 
Alright? And so, people would comment, ganyan, ah, hindi maganda yung pagkasuot niya, mas maganda yung sakay ganito. Ah, yan, mukhang Christmas tree yung pagkasuot niya, kaya, pa, kaya, kaya pangit yan. Yung ganon. They would try to defend, they would try to become an ambassador for that person. They try to defend those people na alam naman nila, these people, these people that they look up to, hindi naman sila kilala. But here, we can see Jesus was saying that you are my witness. I know you. Kumbaga, you are mine. Kumbaga, we have a relationship. Kaya nga, before Jesus left, during the 40 days He was here on earth after the resurrection, He was what? He was with His disciples. Talking about the kingdom. Kumbaga, He was being intimate with His disciples. So here, it is a message for us that no matter who you are, God wants to use you because you are His. You may see that probably you're a person here that you're past, that you're an unfaithful person. In your past, that you cheated on your wife. In your past, you, that you are a drug addict. In your past, probably you stepped on someone, kaya ka na-promote. Finances mo, nag- naging mayaman ka, ganyan. Probably in the past, alright, you, you've thought na sana pinanganak na lang ako sa ibang pamilya kasi na probably because of finances, nahirapan ka, or probably because your family is always fighting, gusto mo wala. Or probably you're here thinking that you just want to kill yourself. Gusto mo nalang mag-suicide. But the message here is saying that you are my witness. You are mine. Jesus is saying that you are my witness. Kakilala kita. That's the reason why I send you. When we, like the disciples, have an intimate relationship with Jesus, we start to realize kung sino yung backer natin. We start to realize the person who's backing us up. You know what? The reason why the disciples was able to do these things as well, because they know who sent them. Jesus. The one who said, you are my witness. Because they know that Jesus is trustworthy. Hindi tayo iiwan ito. And Jesus is saying, hindi ko kayo iiwan because I am going to send the power of God which is in the Holy Spirit. It was an assurance for His disciples. It is an assurance for you and me that when you go tomorrow to your work or to your campus or later tonight to your family who, who doesn't know who Jesus is in a personal way, it is an assurance that God is ready to back you up. No matter who you are, no matter what you lack, no matter their questions, God is ready to use you. That's the reason why the Holy Spirit empowers me to be a witness. But more than that, we are to realize that the Holy Spirit empowers me to be a witness because I am His witness. That I am His witness. The Holy Spirit will work in you and through you. If you are a shy person, the Holy Spirit will make you bold knowing who your backer is, who is Jesus. If you are an arrogant person, on the other hand, the Holy Spirit is the one who will make you humble that you would realize, may abang ang tao, pero wow, na-share ko yun ng maayos na hindi ako naging impatient sa taong to or mayabang yung, mayabang yung pagdating. Because that's how the Holy Spirit moves in our lives. Hindi, hindi natin kailangan ito compare. Bakit yung Holy Spirit ganito nagaano kay sa isang tao, sa kay pastor? Probably kasi nandito ako sa stage. Diba? It's not about my talent. But the reason why I speak like this is because the whole, whoever stands here, is that's the empowering of the Holy Spirit. 
if you get assigned here, I'm sure, if you rely on the Holy Spirit, you, you, you can speak as well, all right? Because we don't have to compare ourselves with other people because God moves in different ways. Why? Because God is a personal God. We can follow a program, we can follow a routine, ganyan, but without the power of the Holy Spirit, it could just be nothing. We can sing songs, amazing songs. But I believe the reason why when it comes to here in our church, when we sing songs about God, it is so amazing. Why? Because of the power of the Holy Spirit. We can sing these songs outside, but without the Holy Spirit, it's just a, probably a hit in the radio, top one, top two. But it's not life-changing. Whatever gift that you lack, the Holy Spirit can supply. Kung feeling mo, pangit ka, ganyan, kaya ayaw ko mag-share. You know what? Hindi, pag nagsalita ka and the Holy Spirit is in you, kapag nagsalita ka, walang pangit-pangit. Because the one who's going to minister is hindi yung mukha mo. <laughs> the one who's going to minister is the Holy Spirit. Diba? Ganun na nga lang, minsan kami mga pastor, yun na lang pondo namin, kaya kami nakapag-asawa ng magandang babae. Diba? <laughs> Holy Spirit na lang minsan eh. Diba? Pero yun, kidding aside, we have to rely on the Holy Spirit. In Acts 4, there's the story of Peter. Peter, who was a person who he's fearful. But when he had experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, something happened miraculously. When they saw a beggar, a lame beggar, he prayed over that person, and that person was able to walk. You know what? The Bible says that signs and wonders will follow those who believe. If you believe who Jesus is, signs and wonders will follow you. Susundan ka. It says there that when you pray over someone, they're going to get healed. When they are demon-possessed, makakas out yung demon na yun. Diba? That's the, the kind of power that the Holy Spirit wants to give us. But here, going back to the story, in Acts 4, Peter, pinag-pray yun. Na-heal. Tapos yun, after that, it became an opportunity for them to share the gospel to people, kaya maraming naniwala. Because they use that healing encounter as a tool to preach about Jesus. But here in verse 13 to 21, sabi, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, yung mga religious leaders, and perceived that they were uneducated men. How many of you here feel uneducated or common? Nasimtig tao lang ako, hindi ako magaling. Well, Peter and John, you're in the right company. When they see, they were astonished. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Yun masarap to be with Jesus. Eh. Every morning when you wake up, be with Jesus, pray, talk, uh, talk to Him, ganyan. Ito yung mga mangyayari. But seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. So moving on, verse 15, it says, But when they had commanded them to leave the council, they conferred one-on-one. O sige, alis muna kayo, dyan muna kayo, mag-usap muna kami ng mga religious leaders. They told one another, what shall we do, guys, these men? For that a noble sign had been performed to them and evident to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But in order that it may spread no further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in the name of Jesus. So they called Peter and John again, and they charged them not to speak or to teach at all the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot be, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. We cannot but speak kung ano yung na-witness namin. And you know what? This Peter is the same Peter 
who denied Jesus three times. But how come this Peter who was afraid, who was a people pleaser, how come he was able to say this to religious leaders? Na during that time, yung kinakatakutan nila, he was able to say to them, we cannot but speak what we have witnessed. And when they had further threatened them, they were threatening them. How many of you here are threatened? Yes, you know that I, I need to share this to other people. I need to share this to my office mate, to my family. But you feel threatened. But you know what? I mean, story dito. They feel threatened. But what? They let them go. Sometimes ganun yung kalaban eh. It's all but a threat. Hanggang salita lang yung kalaban minsan. Especially here. We're not living in a nation na parang Iraq, China, na bawal yung gospel. But here, we can share it boldly. And he said, yung nga, uh, he let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people. For all were praising God for what had happened. Imagine this. This Peter, who denied Jesus three times, was able to glorify God because he allowed the Holy Spirit to move in his life. Then he became bold. He was able to heal this lame person. And because of that, people started to know who Jesus is. You know what? That is the same kind of result that God wants to do in your life. You may, you just, not, you just don't know it until you say, God, I want to be used by you. And you may be saying, okay, that's Peter. He started, he knows Jesus for the longest time. Peter, who is an educated, a fisherman, a common person. We can go back, we can go to another extreme, to another person. We can talk about Paul. Paul, an educated man. Paul, a Pharisee. Well, kung ba alam niya yung Bible. Paul, who did not have the leisure to become like Peter, who spent time with Jesus for the longest time as eh, physically, but Paul, who just encountered Jesus on the way to Damascus. And ito yung sabi niya, In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to be proud of my work for God, for I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed, by the power and signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Elikrum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. And thus, I make it my ambition to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation. Paul, Paul who killed Christians when he had an encounter with Jesus and experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, turned things around. Kumbaga, nagbago siya. Inside out. And because of that, he became bold into sharing, declaring what before, hindi siya naniniwala. Now he's able to share it. Question is, who are you in this two people? Are you a Peter or a Paul? But either way, both needed to know Jesus. Either way, both needed the power of the Holy Spirit to move in their life. So as we end this series, we start to understand that the Holy Spirit is a divine person that we can talk to. Para sa atin. The Holy Spirit has been poured for His glory. The Holy Spirit sanctifies us. Para sa atin ulit. The Holy Spirit reminds us that we are His children. Para sa atin. The Holy Spirit is able to, gives us the ability to love people. Para sa atin ulit. But today, as we end, the Holy Spirit has given us the power to become a witness. Para sa ibang tao naman. Ito when we talk about the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit empowers me to be a witness 
because I am His witness. Amen? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time. Thank you, Lord, that we are reminded that the Holy Spirit was given to us not only for our sake. We are thank you, Lord God. We thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit that reminds us who we are, that comforts us, that reassures us of our identity. But I pray, Lord God, that we would go beyond that, that we would move on, Lord God, to what the Holy Spirit just does in our personal life. And I pray that, that you would bring in a desire for us to be used by you to be a witness to other people because we are your witness, Lord God. Lord, I pray even that you would, even right now, Lord God, we, we take this time to repent because there are times we deny you. We, we might not have denied you in a verbal way saying, hindi kami naniniwala sa'yo, Panginoon. But we probably have denied you because you have given us opportunities to share about you, to talk about you, but then we were afraid. I pray, Lord God, that you would give us the boldness to share the gospel to other people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pray, one prayer right now before we worship. If you are here right now, this is an invitation for you. If you are here and you're saying you don't have a relationship with Jesus, this invitation talking about that God or Christ wants you to be His. He wants to own you. He wants you to be with Him like the disciples when He was with Him. He wants to have an intimate relationship with you. You may say, Paano ako magbabago? Kaya ayoko pumunta ng church. Gayto, ganyan. You know what? You can never really clean yourself. It is God who's going to clean you. But it starts with acknowledging, saying, Lord, madumi talaga akong tao. Kailangan ko ng tulong mo. It starts there. And when we humble ourselves that I need your help, God, that's the time that we allow the Holy Spirit to move in us so that we can become a new person. You know what? There is hope para sa'yo. There is hope. You are not a loser in this life. You are not a loser in this world. Because at the end of the day, lahat tayo, loser. I am a loser. The only reason why that I can see myself as a winner because of the one who really won, who is Jesus, who is residing in me. So right here, right now, if you're that person, you're saying, I want to make Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior. I just want to re- you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit that the separation between us is caused by sin. Jesus, I acknowledge what you did on the cross for me, that you died for my sins. And Jesus, from this day onward, I accept you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. Change me. Renew me to the person that you have called me to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a hand? Just one thing I want you to do. If you are that person and you pray that person, uh, that prayer for the first time in a personal way, in the count of three, I, I just want you to lift your hands. I just want to see how God has moved today. One, two, three. Come on now. If you are that person, who, who prayed that prayer for the first time, if you are that person that's given his life to Jesus, thank you, Yan. If you are that person, after this service, I want you to approach me. I just want to explain to you the significance of the decision that you have made. But how many of you here wants to be used by God? 
Sino dito, yung mga gustong gamitin ng Panginoon in sharing the gospel. I want you to lift up your hands. We're going to pray that the Holy Spirit will be in you. Lord God, you see these hands, Lord God, lifted up. Lord, there are times na we're trying to do our best to share what we have learned, what we have experienced here in church. Or sometimes in our deeds, Lord. Pero I pray, Lord God, right now we ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to be upon us. Thank you that we don't have to be weird. We don't have to do these things para yung alam mo yun, para mapansin. The only thing that we have to do is to rely on your Spirit. The only thing that we have to do is to to do to have a, a passion for you, Lord Jesus. Na sobrang passionate namin sa iyo. kami, nasasabihin na lang namin yung kung ano yung ginagawa mo dito, kung ano ginagawa mo sa amin, Lord God. Some of you here, God's going to use you probably verbally. And, and I pray that during that time, God will will that you will not be the one speaking, but God will be speaking through your mouth. And some of you here probably you have gifts and talents. Na, na you are probably in a good position in your in your company. You know what God is saying to you right now that I want to use you. That that position that you have, you did not got that for an accident or because of your great great work. But you are in that position because I am positioning you to preach the gospel, to share the the gospel to other people. You may be here right now. You may be in an institution. Probably you're a teacher. Uh, a, a, you are in. Uh, you're a. Uh, a doctor, ganyan. Let me tell you this: God is is wants to move in your life as well. He wants to use that position that you have to preach the gospel. No matter who you are in this room, God wants to use you. So, Lord, I pray that you would enable us to speak, to move, to act with boldness. Lord, I pray that we would always be reminded that you died for our sins, that you died for me. Supposedly, nasa impierno ako, but because of what you did on the cross. Thank you that you are able, that we are able to speak your great love. I'm not going to be the superstar in this story. You are, Lord Jesus. So give me the power, the capacity to speak to other people about you. Because at the end of the day, it's not about me, but about you. Gusto namin panginon madala sila dito sa church eventually, because we don't want them to know what victory is all about. But the reason why we want to bring them here in church is because you want them to know who you are. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for everyone in this room. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and grant you peace. Lord, may we become salt and light as we step into our offices, into our campuses, into our families, Lord God, later and tomorrow. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.